Ed. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Afternoon on SENZ. It's the 19th day of May 2023. Stephen McIver in the house with Captain K and Sammy Hewitt till four this afternoon. Captain K's last down afternoons before he's sent to purgatory and getting up at four in the morning. <laughs> Doing breakfast. I know he loves it. And we're going to miss him too. Uh, lots coming your way before two o'clock this afternoon. Shortly, we're going to chat to Scotty Statler, that, uh, that great man. One, one game Queenslander. Queenslander! Uh, that was it. The same year they won the uh, championship uh, in 2003, and he was did that marvellous tackle on Todd Byrne. We remember it now. We're going to play Who Am I? I could sit down and sort of go deep into that one if I wanted to. Who am I? And what is my meaning of life? Anyway, Kate Roger coming your way after half past one. Who's Kate Roger? She's the News Hub Entertainment and Film Reviewer. She's the editor, editor as well of uh, Entertainment and News Hub. She's going to uh, tell us what she thought of the new Fast and Furious moment, called, uh, movie called Moment, uh, called Fast 10. Fast 10, okay? Fast X. Oh, it means Fast 10. You know what that means. Actually, Captain K was going through this thing about the naming <laughs> the naming of it like they've had Fast and Furious uh, then they have uh, Fate of Fast and Furious uh, F9 uh, Fast X it's, it's, there's no consistency it's not like Fast and Furious 1 through 10 it's funny it's really interesting So I, and, I, and I love those sorts of movies don't if you're like that but uh, uh, it, it is what it is. So there's a lot coming your way. If you want to talk to us, 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Or get on the Timber Bedpost text machine on 8833. Week 12, believe it or not. Week 12 of the Telstra Premiership. How about that? The uh, one New Zealand Warriors have a bye. It was a four-point game too when you think that win against the Doggies, my Doggies, last week. But we won't talk about that. We'll just, that was an important win for them. Last night, though, one man who'll be happy about this, Panthers 15, Broncos 4. That's Scotty Sattler, who has his own show on SEN Australian. G'day, mate. Kia ora. Steve, how are you, mate? Ah, you are so good. You are so good. Well, now, good start. Good start. And kia ora to you too, bro. Hey, uh, let's talk about the Panthers' uh, way they played last night. You know, I, I'll be blunt with you. If the Bronx could execute better on the tackle five, might have been a different story, do you think? Yeah, I, I've got to say, it's one of those losses. It's sometimes not if you lose, it's how you lose. And I think Kevin Walters would be, although disappointed, but I'd still go away from that the Broncos and say, you know what, we weren't too bad last night. They defended really well, mm. but they're playing against a really clinical side. If they had Adam Reynolds, yeah. who was out injured, of course, it probably may have been a, 
a little bit of a different story. But in saying that, this Penrith side, they're a machine. Now, a little bit clunky in attack, but defensively, they're only conceding 11 points on average this year, which is just unheard of in the modern game. Yeah, you know, Scott, the more I look at young Cleary, Nathan Cleary, I go... He genuinely is the rock star of the comp. He's not flash, but I've noticed more and more he's timing his runs to the line. And he's, he, I thought last night he was, as you say, nothing flash, but devastating. He doesn't overplay his hand. He's, the good part about him is he's been a student of the game ever since he came out of the womb because his father was a very good rugby league player as well. So he's, he's a little bit like myself. They grow, you grow up in dressing sheds and <laughs> yeah. you just... You get to understand the game. You get to understand players. You get to understand how to challenge the game as well from you know from past years. So, yeah, he introduces things into his game that he, that he he practices religiously that that aren't a you know part and parcel of everyday rugby league. So I love the way he, he invents himself, but he never overplays his hand. He's very methodical in everything that he does, and he never does something that he hasn't practiced and trained for many many sessions. So. He's like a bit of a robot in some state. He'll get you through the game. He'll do everything he needs as a coach, but then he'll throw in a bit of spice as well. I, I love everything about him. He's a tremendous player. Yeah, well, you you, you got to say he's like his dad, right? I remember when Ivan was playing here at the, uh, at the Warriors and we thought he was boring to watch, but everything he did was for a reason. And you look at the way they played the game. Now, we won't rush for the try. We'll just take the two. And he's, he's, he's a clone. He's just a, a modern version of his father. Just dependable. That's what they are. They they just get the job done. And Ivan was a tremendous player. You know, just a big point scorer for the teams that he played for, whether it was North, Cerise, or or the Warriors. But yeah, the clubs that he went to, they they tasted some success. You know, they'd play finals or they'd be near about to top four position when North were going really well. He was playing well for them. That's the right. Were That's right. Always, always battling for finals positions. Ivan was there, so they're just dependable. They. They just know how to get the job done. Mate, um, and think... the good part, about, good part about Nathan is, Nathan off the field is one of the most beautiful human beings you'd ever meet. He's so respectful of all his surroundings and people that are, that are around him as well. Mate, I'd forgotten about North Sydney. My gosh, I remember. That's right. Hey, uh, Jerome Luai, grade one contrary conduct for touching a ref. <laughs> he apologised. You saw it on the camera last night. Uh, are we taking this too far? Or is our, our referees untouchable? Well, you know, I've seen referees sometimes when they're trying to instruct a player, they put their arm behind the player and basically just guide them along. So there's an, a bit of an argument for both about, one, is he coming at him in an aggressive nature? And if so, well, he, he needs to be, you know, he needs to be fined or he needs to be disciplined in some way. But if he realises straight away of, his, of what's happened or therefore after the game, he goes and makes an apology and owns up to it. I think just play on. I think, I think it, it needs to be... Probably Jerome himself needs to probably make a bit of a public announcement just to say, yeah, what I did probably is not within the, the rules of the game. I should have been a little bit more respectful with the way that I approached him, but I've, I'm going to take it on the chin. I've apologised to the official, and he's accepted my apology. I think I think we're going to learn more from that rather than yeah. you know, make probably a, a mountain out of a molehill. Hey, there was a moment that I don't think we've experienced in the NRL at all when, when uh, the bunker got involved in a try and referee Adam G, I think the line was, I'm not happy with that decision and told them to stick it where it was. What, what do you think about that? Is, is that a good thing? Because he's 
actually trying to overrule the bunker, which has a better view? Yeah, it's a really good point you make, Steve, to be quite honest. I, I feel as though the bunker, the bunker last night was probably some of the worst decisions I've seen. Uh, the the Steve, uh, Scott Sorensen no try was was an absolute disgrace uh, to be to be rectified by the on-field referee who was doing everything live calls, which is really difficult to do. Uh, that's it's really embarrassing for the NRL and the bunker. So I think he kept saying Ash. So I'm I'm, I'm gathering that's Ashley Klein as the <laughs> as the video referee. I, I may be yeah. wrong, but if that's the case, whoever is involved in the bunker last night should never have to be able to push a button again for the bunker for the rest of the season because um, it, it was abysmal. It was horrible, and we shouldn't have it in this day and age with the technology we've got that we've got non field official correcting the bunker. It's it's just not on. I tell you what, those balls that you get, you, 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 you give them that one, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, it just became, it became laughable. And, and listening to the great Fatty Vaughton, it was one of the great comics <laughs> of the game. And him just to say, that will do me. It just, it was funny <laughs> listening to Fatty the way he reacted to the, yeah, to some of the, uh, the, yeah, the decisions by the bunker. Oh, the, the fat man's good at that. Hey, let, can you answer this question? Why are the Dragons such a basket case? So, coach is gone. Uh, Ryan Carr, former Rabbitoh, if my memory serves me correct, is the interim coach. It's, I, the more I look at this and I look historically, the people running that club are a bunch of clonkers. Yeah, you're right. You hit the nail on the head. That's what's wrong with the club at the moment. Now, Anthony Griffin's got to take a little bit of responsibility yeah. because there's many pieces to the puzzle. Uh, the players have got to take responsibility for trying to be a, a player-controlled club when you don't have strong enough players to control a club. And then their governance internally. And what I mean by that is you know, a lot of their you know, legislation or would-be legislation internally, which former coach Paul McGregor has come out, Dragons coach Paul McGregor, and said it, when he was coach, he didn't have full say of selections. He didn't have full say of recruitment. He didn't have any say to do with with what players would be play, paid and what their worth would be at the club. That fits in with the salary cap. Now, a head coach, a really good head coach, shouldn't have overall control of all those things, but he should have some input. Now, he should have overall control about the selections and the team that he is going to coach. So the great NFL coach once said, Steve, Bill Parcells, he said, if I'm cooking the meal... I want to have a say in the ingredients, <laughs> and, and, and and yeah, they're right. And, and let's be honest, McGregor did sign up to that, so he can't you can't complain after the fact. Well, when you're a head, Steve Price was a coach before that as well. So when you're a, pl- a person that wants to be a head coach, you're willing to accept everything, yeah. Because it's you're living there's 17 jobs in in the NRL to be a head coach, so you're willing to accept anything and get in there and hopefully change things when you're in there. But once you're in there. And they've got a headlock. We got you in a headlock. <laughs> it's really hard to to get out of it, especially a club that has got such a great history of the Dragons. So, first and foremost, whoever's going to go into that role, they've got to accept the role. But there's got to be under some special conditions. That oh man, it's going to be my show. Stuff, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff that other stuff for a joke. Hey, I've got one final thought from you. Uh, last game of Super Saturday. How? much do you think Bennett is looking forward to facing ben, uh, Bellamy in the Dolphins Storm match and those ex-Storm players coming up against their old team? Do you smell an upset or yeah. do you think the Storm is starting to roll? Well, the record tells you that Bellamy's 
got a great good, record, yeah. winning record over, over Bennett. It's like that that uh, that Bruce Lee up against Chuck Norris. I think it was <laughs> you know, one of the Bruce Lee movies. It's, it's still the masters up against each other, and but I think I think the Melbourne Storm probably have too many clutch players yeah. not to win this, especially leading into Origin. But how good? How, you're right, mate. You got the have you got the lurgy? Yeah. Oh, sorry, but okay, I'm almost done with you. But how good though have the Dolphins been for the comp? Outstanding, outstanding. Well, I thought they'd come last, but they proved <laughs> me wrong. Okay, you're you're about to follow. Please don't drop on us. I, I'm, I'm, oh my gosh, Scott! Thanks for giving us your time. Go to bed. Have some lemon and honey, a drum of whiskey in it, and you'll be fine. And some uh, L&P. That always gets me through as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time. Scott Sattler, uh, ex-premiership uh, player for the Panthers in 2003 and works for our sister station, or the mothership, we should say, uh, SEN in Australia. It is 1.16. This is Afternoons with Staffy, Stephen McIver in the seat till four. Uh, who am I? We'll find out next.